the G.I. Journal goes to press. Yes, sir, it's the G.I. Journal again, your radio newspaper of the AEF, the paper that prints the best jokes and poems sent in by you men overseas. Well, G.I. Journal is open for business once again, and as you all know, it's been our practice to bring you the best-dressed man in America as your editor-in-chief. But just to show you that we're a little bit out of practice, here's Bing Crosby. Hiya, men. I resent your comments, sir, about my little gimp tonight. This, sir, is a blanket off uh, one of my better horses. <laughs> he doesn't get it back until he wins a race. Well, <laughs> while we're waiting for the results, let's start the old G.I. Journal ball rolling. Gathered around the city desk are some of the, well, some of our niftier news hounds, such outstanding type terriers as Ransom Sherman, poet extraordinaire and wildlife columnist, Mel Blank, the sad sack, we have Peter Lorre, biggest menace in America outside of Sinatra. And as an especial surprise for all you men who like girls, lovely Lynn Barry. But before we tarry with Barry or be sorry with Lorre, we turn, we turn cleverly to page one of this knocked-out news sheet and discover John Scott Trotter, the music maids, and a baritone who shall be nameless from the music hall in some snatches from the Bombardier song. The weather's fine for flying The fog has gone to bed There's such good visibility You can see victory ahead Let's fill the air with eagles Let's fill the clouds with men And we will see a world that's free when we fly home again Said the bombardier to the pilot well, Give us a little ride The pilot said to the navigator Won't you slide inside The navigator, he looked around and said to the engineer Ah, your hands are dirty, your pants are dirty, your dirty behind the ear Said the bombardier to the gunner How are we fixed for lead? The pilot said to the radio man How's the weather ahead? Set the bombardier to the pilot. Give us that pretty crate. About five degrees to the right will make it just as sure as fate. The ship belonged to the bombardier who opened his little bay. He saw the target, the lovely target, and suddenly... Bombs away! Said the bombardier to the pilot. Call it a day. And then the pilot said to the radio man... Yo-ho! We've done it again!
Hello, Chiefie. Well, it's Ransom Sherman, our editor of the Wildlife Column. What is the latest dope on the denizens of field and stream, Rance? Well, in the first place, there are three major sports in which the real rugged outdoor man indulges. Hunting, fishing, and blondes. Blondes? <laughs> Who ever heard of hunting blondes? Is this your first trip to Hollywood, bud? <laughs> but hunting blondes, I'm talking about real wildlife. This your first trip to Hollywood, bud? <laughs> You know, come to think of it, our GI readers might be very interested in how to hunt the elusive blonde, merely from a scientific viewpoint, of course. Oh, of course, of course. What's the best method to use in hunting these fair-haired lovelies? Well, there are two schools of thought. You can use the high-pitched whistle. Like that there. But that also brings you brunettes, redheads, and once in a while, an occasional cocker spaniel. <laughs> I usually wind up with Rover, may I say. So do but I. What's the other method? The other method is much more forceful. You throw your head and you go, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> and brother, when you do that, there's only one thing that comes a-running. A blonde? Mm-mm. A cop. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rance. And don't forget to remind me to renew my hunting license. So much for the wildlife of G.I. Journal. And now, come in. Well, Peter Laurie. Hi, Peter. Glad you dropped in. Well, it certainly is a nice night tonight. No, no, not quite dark enough. Not dark enough for what? Oh, the usual thing. Something tells me he doesn't mean necking either. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm very fond of necks in a detached sort of a way. <laughs> Could I slip you Sinatra's address? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, thanks. I like them while they are still breathing. And what brings you to G.I. Journal, Peter? Oh, I'd like to run an ad in your lost and found column. Oh, so? Did you, uh, did you lose something? <laughs> I know this sounds very careless, but <laughs> I find somehow I, I, I have misplaced a body. <laughs> What a butterfingers you are. <laughs> you lost a body, huh? Anybody I know? Oh, perhaps you did know him, Mr. Crosby. He, he used to come to your house every morning, and he used to come to my house every morning. And you killed him? Yes, I, I told that milkman to keep those bottles quiet. <laughs> then it's the milkman's body that you want. Well, oh. that's just it. I, I, I'm not sure. It might be the milkman and... And then again, it, it, it might not be the milkman. Uh, you know, with me, this type of thing is wholesale. This kid sounds like a lady driver. <laughs> can't we, uh, can't, uh, we can't turn away any business on the G.I. Journal. Uh, how do you want the ad to read? Oh, that's very simple. Just say, lost, one body. If found, please return to Peter Laurie. Laurie, that's uh, simple. L, like Lee, O, like Ogre, ah, like Rip. R uh, like rat, and E like... E! <laughs> now that you've placed your ad, Peter, why don't you go in the next room and wait for an answer? In the meantime, P.F.C. Rudy, Private Berg, 
Private Pete, rather, Big and Little Rojo, and all the bunk clunkers in barracks 449 at APO 942 are avid for a little adenoid exercise. Support me, will you, Scott? This lovely day will lengthen into evening. We'll sigh goodbye to all we've ever had. Alone, where we have walked together, I'll remember April and be glad. I'll be content you love me once in April Your lips were warm And love in spring were new But I'm not afraid of autumn And her sorrow For I'll remember April and you Fire will dwindle into glowing ashes For flames and love live such a little while I won't forget, but I won't be lonely I'll remember April and I'll smile Seductive siren of 20th Century Fox, Lynn Barry. <laughs> and tell me, Lynn, to what bon chance is G.I. Journal indebted for this pleasant surprise? Now, wait a minute, Bing. Before we go any further, I want to get one thing straightened out. I am not a seductive siren. You're not a seductive siren? That's what I said. What's a guy going to believe, his eyes or his ears? <laughs> 
besides Bing, how can you tell if a girl is really a siren or just a sweet, innocent home girl? Well, one way is by kissing him. Why? What's the difference? About 20 minutes. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Bing, you've got the wrong idea about me. I'm not a siren. Oh, no. In your last five pictures, you've broken up four homes, separated three husbands and wives, and caused ten lovers' quarrels. Well, that's true, Bing, but... Listen, sister, all by yourself, you could keep Mr. Anthony in business. Flourishing. <laughs> Bing, it's just the movies that are doing all this. In front of the camera, every time I walk into a room, all the men turn and stare. I may join them, too. <laughs> but in real life, it's different. When I walked out here tonight, did you notice a single head turning? Turning? They were spinning. <laughs> You'll just have to face it. You're a femme fatale. A solid hunk of glamour. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute, Bing. I... I passed you on the street today, and you didn't even whistle at me. Why well, couldn't? You see, I just completed a love scene with Dorothy Lemur, and my pucker was tuckered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bing. Let's stop arguing about glamour. I came down here to tell you something important. More important than glamour? What is? What could that be? <laughs> well, the GI Journal has a missing persons column, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, believe it or not, my milkman is missing. Ah, yes, I do believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and not only the milkman, but the laundryman, the mailman, the gas man, the newsboy, and my cousin from Omaha who dropped in to say hello. They're all missing? Uh, yes, they're all missing. Oh, I've been a busy little bee, haven't I? <laughs> Lynn, this is uh, Peter Laurie. Peter Laurie, I've heard a lot about you. Oh, I bet you tell that to every monster you meet. Uh, did I hear you say some people were missing? That's right. The milkman, the laundryman, the mailman, the gas man, the newsboy, and my cousin from Omaha. Is that all? Yes. Why? Well, if I were you, I'd look around for someone else to mow my lawn, too. <laughs> This man has a mean streak in him, you know that? Well, from the way you talk, you sound like you know where all these people went. Madame, I not only know where they went, but shall we say I mapped out their route. <laughs> Peter, you don't mean... You don't mean... That's what he means. Peter, I can't believe it. Six people in one day. Yes, no other fiend can make this statement. <laughs> Why, you ought to be ashamed of yourself going around killing people. Yes, that's a terrible habit to get into. Well, I, I, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Ping, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I want to get out of here. If he touches you, it'll be over my dead body. I think that can be arranged. <laughs> but you need have no fears, Miss Barry. You'll notice... All my victims have been men. The laundryman, the milkman, the gas man. But my cousin from Omaha was a woman. Would you believe it? That's the third time this week I've been fooled by slacks. <laughs> uh, but, Mr. Crosby, I'm wasting time. Haven't there been any answers to my ad yet? Well, I don't know. There might have been. Why don't you go down the hall? Ask the lost and found editor. Is he alone? Yes, I think so. All right. I'll go in and see him. <laughs> Thing. Do you know what that Peter Laurie's liable to do? Oh, that's all right. That lost and found it is a Bob Hope fan, anyhow. <laughs> now it's time for our vocal pinup of the week. It's Joe Stafford with a song especially for Sergeant Johnny Peterson and his pals at APO 292. 
Love is just around the corner. Once over lightly, Joe. Love is just around the corner. Any cozy little corner. Love is just around the corner. When I'm around you. I'm a sentimental mourner. And I couldn't be forlorner. When I'm sitting on a corner, just waiting for you. Venus de Milo was noted for a charm. But strictly between us, you're cuter than Venus. And what's more, you've got arms. Let's go cuddle in a corner. Any cozy little corner. Love is just around the corner when I'm around you. Love is just around the corner when I'm around you. I'm a sentimental mourner, and I couldn't be forlorner when I'm sitting on a corner just waiting for you. The nasty Milo was noted for her charm. But strictly between us, she's cuter than Venus, and what's more, you've got on. So let's go cuddle in a corner. Say, Lynn, I've been thinking. What thing? That Peter Lorty needs a good talking to. Some of the things that man does are practically illegal. You're right, Bing. What he needs is something to take his mind off this awful murdering. Exactly, and I know what it is. A woman. A woman? Yes, a seductive siren type of woman. Someone like, uh, uh... You don't mean... You hit it again. <laughs> There's nothing to it, Lynn. All you have to do is go in there and charm him, make love to him, and he'll, he'll forget those crazy impulses. Yeah, but he might learn some new ones. <laughs> if you think it'll help, I'll go in and try. Good girl. He's in that room. Hello, Peter. Oh, hello, Miss Barry. Do you mind if I sit down on the couch next to you? Oh, no, but uh, you better not come too close. Uh, I'm a maniac, you know. Oh, you're no maniac. You're my dream man. Me? I, I'm your dream man? Yes. Did anyone ever tell you you were beautiful? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but Boris Karloff thinks I'm a kind of cute. <laughs> Come a little closer Let me put my arms around you mm. Haven't you ever wanted to crush someone to you? Oh, closer, yes. closer, and closer Oh, all the time, ask the milkman <laughs> You don't understand, Peter I'm talking about love Haven't you ever loved anyone deeply? Oh, yes Once I felt that way about a vulture a vulture? Yes, I, I really loved that vulture. I loved that vulture like it was my own mother. Come to think of it, she was my mother. 
You're a strange man. Oh, no, no, I'm not really. I'm, I'm just the same as any other man. I, I want the same things anyone else wants. Just a little home someplace where I can hang my hat and my wife. <laughs> By the way, what time is it, please? Oh, it's about 20 after. 20 after? Oh, dear, I haven't murdered anyone for over an hour. Well, then, how are you making out with Peter Lawrence? Oh, not so good, Bing. Bing. He's only got one topic of conversation. Yeah, it's murder, ain't it? Well, keep trying. <laughs> Gee, I hate to leave her in there, but it's either her or me. Hope she straightens him out. Hello, You're Mr. Crosby, aren't you? If it isn't my old friend, Sad Sack, what have you been doing lately? Oh, uh, the, the, the usual things. Uh, attending the opera, the opera, the, the, the symphony, the, 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 riding, uh, riding in the pad, listening to the literary peeping over transoms. a boy, Sack. That's keeping on your toes, boy. Yeah, baby. You should have seen me last night. I had a date. You had a date? Uh-huh. I suppose you took out the same girl. Uh, the, the same girl? Yeah. Uh, I like uh, the uh, variety. Uh, I've got a list of names that would itch, 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 horse. Now, who'd you take out last night? Uh, the, uh, the horse. <laughs> Where'd you and Seabiscuit go? Oh, uh, we, we went to a wonderful uh, place. And, 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 and no cover charge. And, 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 and no service to get char- charge. No minimum, no minimum. How do you make any money then? Oh, uh, the, uh, the manager's a pickpocket. <laughs> and, and oh boy, uh, what music? Good band, huh? Oh yeah, you've heard of the uh, swing and sway with Sammy K. Yeah. Well, uh, this was uh, let it drag with Clyde McCray. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like an expensive evening. Tell me, where'd you get all the money? Oh, oh I, I was just offered a, a, a swell new job today. New job, huh? Yeah, they, they say it's, 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 it's steady work, too. What kind of a job? Uh, milkman. Mr. Crosby, I've wasted enough time here. I've got work to do. Uh, I've got to go out and... Oh, hello, young man. <laughs> Peter, this is uh, the sad sack. Uh, how do you do it? How do you do it? Please tell me. I'm going to make a acquaintance. Hello. Oh, he's nice. So round, so firm, so fully packed. <laughs> hey, uh, stop staring at me like that. My friend, do you realize I haven't killed anybody for 25 minutes? That's almost a half an hour and a half an hour. Well, so long. Not so fast. Come here, my friend. I have news for you. News? Why don't you put it in the paper and I'll read it tomorrow, huh? You are my next victim. Now, you wouldn't kill a milkman, would you? Come here. Let me get my hands on your soft, white neck. Yeah, well, it's not very white. Now, I'll just twist and turn and turn and twist and twist and turn. 
Uh, we, well, that takes care of him. <laughs> now, now, while I pin a medal on Jack the Giant Killer, here's John Scott again with a solid hunk of Panamericana. doing something on the letters to the editor. Well, swell. Would you do the honors? Glad to. It's from a tech sergeant at APO 557. He says, quote, you asked us to write in telling about outfits who are doing things. If there are any guys over here who are really, really sweating this war out and earning their keep, it's these aviation engineers who are building our airfields. These boys work like dogs from dawn to dark, shoveling sand, toting cement, swinging a pick or shovel in all kinds of weather and never complain. No glamour, no praise, and very little thanks is their lot. We're the guys who get that, and just because flying combat is something that captures the imagination. Yet, when you really get down to it, not one ship could take off a land if it were not for the work that these units are doing. It's with a full heart and deep gratitude for these pick and shovelers that I close. End of quote. You said a real mouthful there, Sergeant. In case any of you men listening in think of something to say about your outfits, we should mail it in. Address G.I. Journal, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Here's one for a repeat on Old Mill Stream from Walter Mayen at APO 257. Everybody here, latch on good and loud. Ready? Down by the Old Mill Stream Where I first met you With your eyes so Just throw a little crude oil on the paddle wheel and we'd run the Elm City 4 up into a gopher hole. 
However, the minute hand is needling us, so we'll have to call it taps. I'll be back soon. This is Bing Crosby saying so long. Forget, man, if you want to write a gag or so for such stars as Bing, Kay Kaiser, Bob Hope, Jack Carson, Lynn Berry, Linda Darnell, or Peter Lorre, all you have to do is scratch it out and send it into the good old G.I. Journal. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.